Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 73. We are reading Joshua 10 through 12 today. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Matt Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 73, Joshua chapters 10 through 12. At the beginning of chapter 10, we see the first consequences of the treaty with Gibeon. Once other regional kings discover that Gibeon has allied itself with Israel, rather than with them, these kings try to take Gibeon before Israel can come to their defense. The leaders of Gibeon hail Joshua and beg for assistance, which Joshua is now obliged to provide. The question of whether the Lord will help Israel in honoring their ill-conceived alliance is soon settled, and Joshua leads an all-night march to Gibeon. Listen to how much action is attributed to the Lord, throwing the enemy into a panic, throwing down hailstones out of heaven, and heeding the call of Joshua, which I'll address later. Whereas the first ten chapters of Joshua recount the events of a few weeks or perhaps months, time speeds up considerably after Gibeon. Conquest of the rest of the land is summed up in the list of defeated kings and the line, Joshua made war a long time with those kings. Since chapter 13 marks Joshua as very old and advanced in years, the record of conquest of first southern and then northern Canaan covers many years of battle until finally the author affirms that the land had rest from war. I want to address two concerns before we read. First, the issue of the Lord destroying entire nations is revisited in chapter 11, verse 20. For it was the Lord's doing to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle in order that they should be devoted to destruction and should receive no mercy but be destroyed, just as the Lord commanded Moses. We've seen this heart-hardening before, most notably with Pharaoh. If the subject of this Bible is indeed the Lord, then we have to acknowledge this aspect of his character. There was something so sinful about the Canaanites, or his insistence on Israel's purity was so exclusive that he saw fit to destroy the Canaanites. The other concern is over the conduct of the sun and moon during the battle of Gibeon. Joshua calls out, Sun stand still at Gibeon, and moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation took vengeance on their enemies. Now this is great fodder for debate, and I've written a much more extensive discussion on our website. Here, let's focus on the text itself. Since Gibeon is to the east of the valley of Ajalon, Joshua called this out very early in the morning, near sunrise, in fact. Furthermore, its nature is verse, it's poetry, rather than prose. And finally, the author marvels not at astronomical phenomena, but that the Lord would listen to, to obey the voice of a man. While God can do whatever he wants with the sun, moon, and stars, the thrust of this passage is that the Lord intervened for Israel in response to Joshua's call. Our verse for this week is Hebrews 11.30. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. Joshua chapters 10 through 12. Now let's read it. Chapter 10. As soon as Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard how Joshua had captured Ai and had devoted it to destruction, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were among them, he feared greatly, because Gibeon was a great city, 
like one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai, and all its men were warriors. So Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, sent to Hoham, king of Hebron, to Piram, king of Jarmoth, to Japhia, king of Lakshish, and to Debir, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to, help, up to me and help me, and let us strike Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua and with the people of Israel. Then the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, and the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon, gathered their forces and went up with all their armies and encamped against Gibeon and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon said to Joshua at the camp of Gilgal, saying, Do not relax your hand from your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us, for all the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the hill country are gathered against us. So... Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them, for I have given them into your hands. Not a man of them shall stand before you. So Joshua came upon them suddenly, having marched up all night from Gilgal, and the Lord threw them into a panic before Israel, who struck them with a great blow at Gibeon, and chased them by the way of the ascent of Beth Horon, and struck them as far as Azekah and Machadah. And as they fled before Israel, while they were going down the ascent of Beth Horon, the Lord threw down large stones from heaven on them as far as Azekah, and they died. There were more who died because of the hailstones than the sons of Israel killed with the sword. At that time, Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord gave the Amorites over to the sons of Israel, and he said in the sight of Israel, Sun, stand still at Gibeon, and moon, in the valley of Aijalon, and the, stun, and the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation took vengeance on their enemies. Is this not written in the book of Joshar? The sun stopped in the midst of heaven, and did not hurry to set for about a whole day. There has been no day like it before or since, when the Lord heeded the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. So Joshua returned, and all Israel with him to the camp at Gilgal. These five kings fled and hid themselves in the cave at Machadah. And it was told to Joshua, The five kings have been found hidden in the cave at Machadah. And Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and set men by it to guard them. But do not stay there yourselves. Pursue your enemies. Attack their rear guard. Do not let them enter their cities. For the Lord, your God, has given them into your hand. When Joshua and the sons of Israel had finished striking them with a great blow until they were wiped out, and when the remnant that remained of them had entered into the fortified cities, then all the people returned safe to Joshua in the camp at Machadah. Not a man moved his tongue against any of the people of Israel. Then Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings out to me from the cave. And they did so, and brought those five kings out to him from the cave, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon. And when they brought those kings out to Joshua, Joshua summoned all the men of Israel and said to the chiefs of the men of war who had gone with him, Come near, put your feet on the necks of these kings. Then they came near and put their feet on their necks, and Joshua said to them, Do not be afraid or dismayed. Be strong and courageous. For thus the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you fight. And afterward Joshua struck them and put them to death. And he hanged them on five trees. And they hung on the trees until evening. But at time of the going down of the sun, Joshua commanded. And they took them down from the trees and threw them into the cave where they had hidden themselves. And they set large stones against the mouth of the cave, which remain there to this very day. 
As for Makedah, Joshua captured it on that day and struck it and its king with the edge of the sword. He devoted to destruction every person in it. He left none remaining, and he did to the king of Makedah just as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Makedah to Libnah and fought against Libnah. And the Lord gave it also and its king into the hand of Israel. And he struck it with the edge of the sword and every person in it. He left none remaining in it. And he did to its king as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Libnah to Lachish and laid siege to it and fought against it. And the Lord gave Lachish into the hand of Israel, and he captured it on the second day and struck it with the edge of the sword, and every person in it, as he had done to Libnah. Then Horam, king of Gezer, came up to help Lachish, and Joshua struck him and his people until he left none remaining. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Lachish to Eglon, and they laid siege to it and fought against it, and they captured it on that day and struck it with the edge of the sword. And he devoted every person in it to destruction that day, as he had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel with him went up from Eglon to Hebron, and they fought against it and captured it and struck it with the edge of the sword. And its king and its towns and every person in it, he left none remaining, as he had done to Eglon, and devoted it to destruction and every person in it. Then Joshua and all Israel with him turned back to Debir and fought against it, and he captured it with its king and all its towns, and they struck them with the edge of the sword and devoted to destruction every person in it. He left none remaining. Just as he had done to Hebron and to Libnon to its king, he did to Debir and its king. So Joshua struck the whole land, the hill country and the Negeb and the lowland and the slopes and all their kings. He left none remaining, devoted to destruction all that breathed, just as the Lord God of Israel commanded. And Joshua struck them from Kadesh Barnea as far as Gaza and all the country of Goshen as far as Gibeon. And Joshua captured all these kings and their land at one time because the Lord God of Israel fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the camp at Gilgal. Chapter 11 When Jabin, king of Hazor, heard of this, he sent to Jobab, king of Madon, and to the king of Shimron, and to the king of Akshpah, and to the kings who were in the northern hill country, and in the Arabah south of Chinneroth, and in the lowland, and in the Naphoth door on the west, to the Canaanites in the east and the west, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, and the Jebusites in the hill country, and the Hivites under Hermon in the land of Mizpah. And they came out with all their troops, a great horde, in number like the sand that is on the seashore, with very many horses and chariots. And all these kings joined their forces and came out and encamped together at the waters of Miram to fight against Israel. And the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, for tomorrow at this time I will give over all of them slain to Israel. You shall hamstring their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Joshua and all his warriors came suddenly against them by the waters of Miram, and fell upon them, and the Lord gave them into the hand of Israel, who struck them and chased them as far as the great Sidon and Mireshpath Mayim, and eastward as far as the valley of Mizpah. And they struck them until he left none remaining. And Joshua did to them just as the Lord said to him. He hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots with fire. 
And Joshua turned back at that time and captured Hazor and struck its king with the sword, for Hazor formerly was the head of all those kingdoms. And they struck with the sword all who were in it, devoting them to destruction. There was none left that breathed. And he burned Hazor with fire. And all the cities of those kings and all their kings Joshua captured and struck them with the edge of the sword, devoting them to destruction, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded. None of the cities that stood on the mounds did Israel burn, except Hazor alone, that Joshua burned, and all the spoil of these cities and the livestock the people of Israel took for their plunder. But every man they struck with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them, and they did not leave any who breathed. Just as the Lord had commanded Moses his servant, so Moses commanded Joshua, and so Joshua did. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So Joshua took all that land, the hill country and all the Negeb and all the land of Goshen and the lowland and the Arabah and the hill country of Israel and its lowland from Mount Halak, which rises towards Seir, and as far as Baal God in the valley of Lebanon below Mount Hermon. And he captured all their kings and struck them and put them to death. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel except the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. They took them all in battle, for it was the Lord's doing to harden their hearts that they should come out against Israel in battle, in order that they should be devoted to destruction and should receive no mercy but be destroyed, just as the Lord commanded Moses. And Joshua came at that time and cut off the Anakim from the hill country, from Hebron to Debir, from Anab, from, and from all the hill country of Judah, and from all the hill country of Israel. Jo- jo- Joshua devoted them to destruction with their cities. There was none of the Anakim left in the land of the people of Israel, only in Gaza, in Gath, and in Ashdod did some remain. So Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord had spoken to Moses. And Joshua gave it for an inheritance to Israel, according to their tribal allotments, and the land had rest from war. Chapter 12. Now these are the kings of the land whom the people of Israel defeated and took possession of their land beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise, from the valley of the Arnon to Mount Hermon, with all the Arabah eastward, Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Heshbon and ruled from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, and from the middle of the valley as far as the river Jabbok, the boundary of the Ammonites, that is, half of Gilead, and the Arabah, to the sea of Chinneroth eastward, and in the direction of Beth-Jeshemoth, to the sea of Arabah, the salt sea, southward to the foot of the slopes of Pisgah, and Og, king of Bashan, one of the remnant of the Raphaim, who lived at Ashatroth and at Edrai, and ruled over Mount Hermon and Salakah, and all Bashan, to the boundary of the Geshurites and the Machathites, and over half of Gilead to the boundary of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the people of Israel defeated them. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave their land for a possession to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the people of Israel defeated on the west side of, jo- of the Jordan, from Baal God in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak that rises towards Seir. And Joshua gave their land to the tribes of Israel as a possession according to their allotments in the hill country, in the lowland, in the Arabah, in the slopes, in the wilderness, and in the Negeb, the land of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. King of, jo- of Jericho, one. The king of Ai, which is besides Bethel, one. 
the king of Jerusalem, one, the king of Hebron, one, the king of Jarmuth, one, the king of Lakshish, one, the king of Eglon, one, the king of Gezer, one, the king of Deber, one, the king of Gedur, one, the king of Hormah, one, the king of Arad, one, the king of Libna, one, king of Adullam, one, the king of Makada, one, the king of Bethel, one, king of Tapua, one, the king of Hefer, one, the king of Aphek, one, the king of Lasharan, one, the king of Medan, one, the king of Hazor, one, the king of Shimron, Miron, one, the king of Ashpath, one, the king of Tanakh, one, the king of Megiddo, one, the king of Kadesh, one, the king of Jachniam in Carmel, one, the king of Dor in Naphoth Dor, one, king of Goyim in Galilee, one, the king of Tirzah, one, in all, thirty-one kings. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. 